Welcome everyone to episode two, season six of the Bolt from the Blue podcast. We had the small matter of a Super Cup final against Sevilla. And everyone, of course, is watching this on TV. I was very lucky. Um, uh, living here with um, my, my mother, we don't have um, all the TV packages, but my little nephew um, was able to give me his, the login details for his B BT Sport account. So that got me sorted out right at the last minute. But let's check who we've got in the house. Now, What I, we've got, I definitely see we've got our resident movie expert, Bernard Deneen. Bernard, how are you doing? I'm all right, mate. I'm a bit gutted at my, one of my old uh, legends has sadly passed away today, Michael Parkinson. So oh, yeah. Uh, I, used, I used to love watching uh, old Parky. Um, yeah, it's a shame. 88, as, as we say, it was a, a good innings, but, uh, you know... Uh, a bit sad, but uh, it doesn't dissipate from what happened last night in that glorified friendly, I suppose. Yeah, that uh, Michael Parkinson thing was uh, very, uh, very bad news. But, you know, some of his some of that stuff, some of his comedy doesn't get old. If you go on YouTube, uh, younger, younger uh, brothers and sisters and watch uh, him uh, with uh, Rod Hull and Emu. If you don't know what that <laughs> means, uh, check it out. OK, now we've also got the main man. I himself <laughs> the main man is ray ray how are you doing hey hey hey, hey. you missed my moniker at youtube star oh <laughs> uh, yes the, the he's tearing up youtube uh, check him oh, out at city fan tv guys it's, it's calmed down i was telling bernard off air you know I've, I've had some cracking videos and cracking uh followers recently and then uh, i put out you put out videos and you think, yeah, this video will do all right. And it does nothing or very little. Uh, but anyway, um, I'm good, mate. I'm good. We won another trophy. You know, mm -hmm. that's, uh, we have got, uh, as I said to, to Colin, our, our mate Colin Savage, we've got four rings now on, on our fingers. We've got the Champions League. We've got the FA Cup. We've got the uh, Premier League. And now we've got the Super Cup. Super, super. Manchester. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, guys. Well, let's get into it. And um, we'll start off um, with the lineups. Uh, and of course, guys, we're missing a whole bunch of creativity here. No KDB, no Bernardo Silva. And of course, long gone now, uh, Mares and Gundogan. So it was um, not quite the, the, the measure of um, exciting creativity that you would normally expect. But let's see how we got on. Anyway, let's go over to Bernard and uh, ask him for his views. On the lineup for this game, yeah, John, give you. I'll give you the starting lineup. Yeah, uh, while I'm on, Edison Walker is the captain, of course. Kanji, Gvardiol, Aki, Rodri, Kovacic, Foden, Palmer, Grealish, and Haaland. And I got ten of those, and I was quite impressed because obviously I did have Bernardo in my team. I didn't know he was going to be poorly. Uh, so yeah, would I have put Palmer in instead of Bernardo? Possibly more Alvarez. So uh, I, I took a good effort, a good effort, I think, get 10 out of 11. And as you say, a little bit lacking perhaps on creativity. So we were hoping Pep would find a, another way to uh, put Sevilla to the sword. Mm -hmm. What was your take on the lineup, uh, Ray? Yeah, can't, can't argue. There's no way you can argue with that. It was a, I thought it was a pretty strong lineup. It, it, as Bernard said, the only one you'd think about was uh, Alvarez that you could pop in. Uh, maybe for Cole Palmer, but, you know, I don't think you could get m that much stronger with the personnel we had available. Maybe 
one change in defence is someone else instead of Guardiola. But I think that's as, as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Bernard, I'm just having a look at the Sevilla. I love saying that word. Sevilla lineup. I have a few familiar names. Um, what what uh, names in that lineup were familiar to you? Because I think there were a few for all of us. Yeah, well, I haven't got it in front of me, so. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll read. I'll read, the, I'll read the list out for you. So we've got um, former lead singer of YouTube Bono in goal. Um, <laughs> we had uh, a guy called Jesus Navas. Uh, we had a guy called Abade. Then a guy whose name looks difficult to pronounce, but I'm going to call him Goodell. Then Acuna, Jordan, Rakitic, Ocampos, uh, Torres, and Lamela. So there are a few familiar names in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that, but the, the the goalkeeper. I remember him last season. You know, obviously, I, I like looking at the goalkeepers, and it is awful. I mean, I, I believe he's on his way somewhere else. I, I can't believe anyone wants him. He he couldn't catch a cold, could he? Let's be honest about it. We'll t- obviously talk about the penalties quickly later on, but. Uh, I don't rate Bono at all. I think he's a very average goalkeeper. He, he, he makes some okay saves, but he makes simple saves look far more complicated and harder work than, than they should be. It was a shame Fernando, of course, was uh, injured, wasn't he? So he, he couldn't make the trip, apparently. I wouldn't, wouldn't have minded seeing old Fernando from back in the day. Yeah. And uh, Navas, I mean, those lovely blue eyes, we got to see those again. We didn't see much else. And generally, I thought they were a little bit. I'm not going to say dirty, but they were a little bit, um, yeah, uh, what's, the, what's the word instead of dirty, Ray? What could I use? Filthy. Physical. Physical. Yeah, they were a little bit more physical. They got three bookings uh, against our zero bookings, so that just about sums it up, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got one familiar name that pe- the people will remember is Eric Lamella. He's a bit of a dirty piece of work yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely. All right, Ray, uh, any thoughts on that Sevilla lineup? Uh, were, were there any names that um, uh, were you were thinking they're going to be a threat? Not, not really. I mean, we had, uh, you know, 57-year-old Jesus Navas playing uh, as wing-back. Um, uh, I haven't heard of any of them. Let's, let's be honest. I'm, I'm uh, showing my ignorance, obviously, Eric Lamella, but he didn't, you know, uh, do do that much? He's Eric, Eric, Rakitic isn't much younger than fifty seven, is he? He's thirty eight and just a minute. No, Eric, Eric Lamella's had his chips. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, there was there shouldn't be anybody there really to frighten you. There are look, you obviously you got to give them um, uh, utmost respect because they get to the very late stages and win the Europa League on a regular basis. So you got to give them some a lot of respect and when they do play in the Super Cup generally they've lost by an extra time the last few few times by the odd goal so they're not a, a terrible team you know they're going to um, cause you a, 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 they're going to give you a tough game they're going to make it really difficult for you and they've done that consistently in the Europa League and when they've been in the Super Cup against other, other teams so you know, you knew it wasn't going to be an easy night mm-hmm. uh, Well guys uh, what I've I've, I've got to do so uh, take some detention because there was one name I I, I did uh, skip and that's um, Samir Nazri's um, distant cousin En Nezri and he he we'll we'll talk about him later because he had an impact on this game as did Acuna uh, obviously Ocampos was quite uh, prominent for them but anyway guys we'll do things a little bit different uh, tonight uh, instead of like going through lots and lots and lots of uh, individual moments during the game in chronological order 
Um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll look at the goals, we'll look at the penalties, but we'll start off by uh, asking Bernard, uh, Bernard, uh, give me your overall impression of the first half. Um, I thought we started okay, but I think I think what we we believed with Sevilla's organisation, it was it was just going to be a matter of being patient. And of course, up to the drinks break, uh, I think we had the key chances. I don't think Sevilla created a, a lot of that. But the first half, generally, once after the drinks break, I think I think City went a little bit to pieces. Once uh, we went a goal down, I don't think we quite put our foot on it, controlled it after that. And I was just hoping, hoping for half time to come and being one nil down, and, and Pep would change tack for the second half because, of course, we started well. That drinks break sort of put a put put a little bit of bit of a block on us, and um, of course, after going one nil down, it looks as though Sevilla could easily last the full ninety odd minutes, hundred minutes, however long it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know about you, Ray, but in that first half, I find myself getting extremely agitated on a quite quite regular basis because. Obviously, um, we've won all four of um, the previous meetings with them all in the Champions League. Average score 12 to 3. Um, what was your overall uh, impression of the first half, Ray? We made a lot of mistakes, uh, which was... Uh, sorry, guys. Something going on in the background. Apologies. Oh, Royal scary. Philharmonic, Royal Philharmonic Orchestra have just uh, arrived at Ray's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the neighbours banging on the walls again. Uh, sorry, no. Um, I, I was frustrated because we kept giving the ball away. That, that's the biggest take I got from that first half. You know, we had Kanji dwelling on the ball. You know, Kanji was uh, playing in this position where he was moving into midfield or he was supposed to take the ball with him. You <laughs> 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 didn't always do that. That was it. That was the plan. What, what, what position was a Kanji playing, Ray? What do you reckon? I was totally flummoxed. As to, I've, I thought he was trying to play a Lewis role, but obviously not as well. Yeah, that's no, no, it. He was he was playing this role where, like, like the inverted fullback going into midfield, and he wasn't going to just go out and stand in midfield and, and get the ball and pass it. He was supposed to take the ball with him, and he got caught on the edge of the box once early on. That wasn't good. Uh, I'm at new man Kovacic. He gave the ball away cheaply. Uh, he got um, caught on the ball, dwelling there. We had Rodri, I think, a couple of times give the ball away. Shocking. Uh, it was. It's been a look. It's been a regular feature of watching City games. I, you do get agitated and frustrated. It is. There's a lot of um, uh, yeah, lackadaisical. It looks lackadaisical uh, play going on, and it, it's it's frustrating to watch when you think you know whenever you, you see. City training on 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 the uh, you know on the city videos, they're all doing this rondo. They're all passing the ball very quickly, one touch and all that. And we couldn't control Toffee, couldn't pass the ball for Toffee that first half. Um, and it's, it's same as last season. It frustrates you the way we start. And yes, we generally grind it out and generally you know move, move through the gears. But I just wish we could start in fourth gear and move mm -hmm. forward from there rather than start in neutral and, you know, uh, fiddle around a bit. And then, all right, let's, we've, oh, we've got one goal behind. I think we better start, you know, doing something. I'd rather do, we did that a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, Bernard, before the game uh, uh, kicked off, uh, their manager, Sevilla's manager, uh, Jose Luis Mendilibar said, I am convinced that we are going to be audacious. Were they audacious? <laughs> I don't know. I've been watching too much Bill and Ted, hasn't he? Based based on what he just said, I think that was there. One of their sayings, wasn't it? Uh, audacious. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I thought I thought they were what they were. Um, they finished twelfth in the league last season. Uh, obviously, a physical side by what we saw last night. That they probably played to the strengths, and of course, he did have some sort of ability up front. And he certainly uh, worried us at times. Uh, a lot of, we looked very brittle at, at certain stages of the game. But uh, audacious, I'm not 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 quite a word I would have probably thought of myself. But uh, <laughs> we'll work on that. Ray Bernard uh, touched on on this, but uh, we did have um, on the field two of our most recent signings in uh, the Croatian pair, Hovacic and uh, uh, Gvardiol. Um, yeah. Did they make an impression on you? Uh, first impression? Um, they were all right. I mean, you know, I, I read somewhere someone said uh, Gvardiol had a great game. I'm not, I'm, you know, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to lend him my sunglasses because I don't think he had a great game. He had a, for, as a, as debuts go, he was okay. Yeah, nothing spectacular. Um, you know, he, I think he, he himself got caught on the ball, you know, uh, once or twice. Um, he, he was, they were all right. Uh, I think the word Bernard used in the last couple of videos he's done with him is functional. Uh, um, nothing special. Um, Kovacic, he had some moments, but, you know, he needs to tighten up as well. You know, he's playing for City now. He's not playing like uh, last season, you know, for Chelsea, who were absolutely awful last season. He's playing for City and you know, he's, he's just got a tight... He, do, he goes marauding forward, doesn't he? Then he doesn't... The City players don't really know how to react at that yeah. stage and he doesn't know what to do with it. And exactly happened a couple of times last night yeah. as it did in, in the last game. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not... He's not the, He's not got the same uh, silky skills as silky ilky. You know, I think Gunduan when he did that, you felt a bit more confident when he was driving forward or when if KDB's got it, all right, you know half the time he's going to lose it. When he, but you, you feel a bit more confident with those guys. Kovacic, I, look, we, I, I just don't think we've seen enough of him. But they were com more than competent. You know, they weren't rubbish. Um, and they, they, they kind of slotted in quite nicely overall. Mm -hmm. let's, uh, let's talk about the goal from N. Nezri. Um uh, got the better of uh, two of our centre backs uh, quite uh, quite nicely. Um, what did you think about this goal? Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, well, actually, it actually come from a, a very poor clearance uh, from Sevilla, and it just happened to fall for uh, a Kuna Matata, I like to call him, on the wing. And it, it was just fortunate. It was just a re real big slice of luck that ended up. But you can't you can't criticise the cross in for old uh, Yusuf there at the, at the front. And to be honest with you, Aki, Aki was side by side with him. Then if you watch it from behind the goal, he suddenly moves a little bit towards the ball. So obviously by the time he realises and tries to backtrack, track, uh, uh, and, and Nazari and Nazari or Nazari how you pronounce it, he's attacked the ball, barged uh, Aki over. You know, not 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 incorrectly. He just used his power and his strength. Poor Edison was stuck right in the middle of the goal and he didn't even move. He didn't even get a chance to move. It was a, a great header from Youssef and, uh, yeah, thoroughly deserved. But uh, Aki, you know, if he'd, if he'd marked him a bit closer, would he have got anywhere near him? Probably not. He can get, he can leap pretty well, can't he? But, uh, yeah, he didn't, didn't seem to have much chance. He got bullied out of it and uh, it was a well-taken goal. I thought that, um, Aki was moving forward to mark the other um Severe player in no, the box. The cross, I think the cross was actually just just given, and I think he, did, he thought he, he, he obviously made not didn't misjudge it, but he just decided to take a couple of paces forward and then realise, oh, it's going yeah. over me. I'll the get back was, again. The thing so, was behind uh, Aki. Yeah. Aki was going towards the guy who'd made the movement. That was Lamella, I think. So yeah. he'd made the movement. So Aki kind of went with him. 
Guardiola was there. Then he saw the cross come and he thought, oh, God, I better get yeah. back. And no, it was too late by then. No, but here's the thing. Guardiola was behind Aki. Yeah. So, yeah. so this, this, the, the fellow that scored, uh, apologised for not remembering his name. En Nizri. He, he was in between Aki and Guardiola. Yeah, yeah. Aki moves. Maybe Aki has to tell Guardiola, hey, I'm going forwards. Yeah, yeah. I'm moving to, you know, take my man. And Guardiola just, you know, whether he needs the shout or whether he, uh, he's got his eyes of his own, he can see that Aki's gone. And maybe he was caught, you know, uh, yeah. in, that, in that fraction of a, a second, in that moment before he had a chance to think and move. The balls come in and it's in the back of the net and, and, and nobody could get near uh, uh, the goal scorer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Bernard, um, the aforementioned Mr. Guardiol obviously started the game and played it left back. Is he the answer to our age-old left back conundrum? Um, is he going to be the one? No. Say, we know that Laporte's on his way, so, you know, what do you think? No, I, well, how can you tell? How can you tell after that? Just that one outing. Obviously, we, we'll know better in six months' time, won't we? If is is an answer to anything, whether it's the answer to left back, uh, centre half, you name it. Uh, I just felt sorry for Aki last night because obviously, in the same way, Kanji was sort of left seemingly on his own a lot of the time against Burnley the other day. Uh, it was Aki's turn this time for uh, to be thrown under the bus by Pep, and he, he looked exposed, and he he had to sort of cover. Ray was mentioning there about that the, the goal. Uh, perhaps you know he, he's he's try, trying to do too much because Pep's asking quite a lot of him because uh, Kanji, of course, was nowhere near. He was always further up the pitch, and of course Guardiol was getting used to what was going on. So I did feel a little bit sorry for Aki. It seemed a little bit isolated for me, and. Um, Whether say Guardiola, that the, of course we'll have, we'll have to wait and wait on that one. Mm -hmm. uh, Ray, um, a lot of people are very excited uh, given the uh, the average uh, score line uh, uh, against this team. Very excited about uh, the prospects for Mr. Harland, but he um, was a bit of a hologram, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, the thing is, you need uh, some creativity, and that's something we uh, are lacking big time at the moment. We ain't got no creativity. Uh, you know, obviously, we, we talked about KDB, obviously injured. Um, Maras is gone. Bernardo wasn't there. He provides a little bit of creativity. He was off sick. Um, Ilkay Gundogan's gone. So, you know, where was the creativity coming from? It's, you know, um, some of these players don't create a lot. Um, and so, that, that was a concern. And they weren't passing the ball that often to Haaland. Uh, he had very few touches. Um, you know, he... he He came across as a bit of a sorry figure last night. It was a bit uh, of a lummox, wasn't he, last night, guys? Yeah, he never got <laughs> any chances, you know, to, to do anything, which is obviously massive disappointment. It is, it is noticeable. If you think of the couple of headers that Aki had that were saved uh, at the far at the back post a couple of times, uh, we seem to be creating all our chances from set pieces now. We've become, a, we've become Burnley. We've become, you know, become one of those teams where we seem to... Uh, need those set pieces to create a few more chances. We we, we had 27 shots last night. I, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to remember 27 guys. I mean, you, whether you can help me out or not. I mean, it's a hell of a lot, but I, I just don't remember them. I uh, mean, either 27. I don't believe that. Maybe mm -hmm. 24. Let me just check. But I think it was 27. I'll let you know. I'll confirm in a second. Okay. Well, while he's doing that, Ray. Um, Uh, despite 23, the, sorry, 23 shots, 23? Seven, on, seven on target. Yeah, well, 20, 23. I still don't remember 23. 
Ray, despite um, the big names of creativity missing, um, a lot of a lot was riding on uh, Grealish and Foden because they are creative players, not quite maybe at the level of those other missing ones. But um, uh, how did you feel that those two did? And that's for Ray. Okay, Foden was okay, nothing special. You know, I, I always think when Foden's got the ball, he's he's the one player that can move through the gears, can you know do a, a bit of a, a dribble, slalom run. Uh, he can do a, almost a box-to-box. That's, I think that's... Um, but I didn't see enough of that, and he wasn't creating enough. Grealish, I, I'm sorry. Um, I did a video on Grealish today, and I, I still say he flatters to deceive. He's Look, the thing is, Grealish does what Pep says, which is why Grealish is in the side more often than not. Uh, that's why, despite Cole Palmer having a good game, it was Cole Palmer that was pulled off with eight minutes to go and Grealish stayed on the pitch. I'm, I'm guessing it, because Grealish does what Pep wants him to do, which is hold that ball up um, and pass it back, and very rarely does he take his man on, very rarely does he create. His shots, poor. His crosses, poor. I, you know, I, I, I'm struggling. Forget the price tag. I got, I'm not bothered about that. Um, but I'm struggling to see what he's, he's offering us uh, besides, besides possession. And he holds, yeah, he do, give him credit. He holds the ball really, really well and he gets a few draws, free kicks. But I, I'm sorry, I want a bit more than that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, Bernard. So we're talking about Foden and Grealish. What, was your, what were your thoughts? Similar to Ray. Um, I did laugh when I, when I do the player ratings and Simon Pekowski gave. Uh, Grealish seven out of ten. Uh, I, I did sort of chuckle a little bit because um, Simon's a bit weird. So he's either totally mean or just silly, and that was a silly rating for Grealish. Uh, yeah, Foden, Foden. I thought similar to Grealish. He just uh, he, he tried. There's a couple. There's one one effort where I think he got through, and then he lost his balance. That seems to be happening a lot with Foden at the moment. I commented a, a couple of weeks ago about his ability to stay on his feet and keep his balance right, and he. He did it again. He sort of ended up slipping or, or falling over a, a, a crucial part, and that's happened before. But I'd have to agree with Ray. I think Grealish, Grealish in particular, we were looking for Grealish and Foden to create, be our creative players last night. Uh, we failed miserably. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, um, let me just uh, go over to Ray um, before we um, take a, a, a drinks break. Um, so, uh, Ray... Um, do you remember anything else that is worthy of comment that we have not already mentioned in that first half? No. No? What about you, Bernard? No, I'll I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. Um, We should have gone two up. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing. A good good block by Edison, but should have been 2-0 down. I mean, I don't know which one. Was that the one where Walker dived in or was that the second half where he just... Uh, that was his second half, wasn't it? Yeah. I'll tell you what right. I didn't... I'll tell you, we're talking about Grealish. Jesus Nafas, okay. What? How old is he? 37. All right, 37. 37. Okay. Mm-hmm. He, did he had Grealish in his pocket. I mean, what he was doing... Um, they were playing narrow, okay? He was leaving Grealish out on his own. He would come inside to help his... Um, uh, his centre back deal with Haaland, and when Grealish got the ball, he'd go out and deal with Grealish. Thirty-seven years old, and he, pretty much he had Grealish in his pocket for for the for, for the night. Um, so that just reinforces my 
disappointment in Grealish's performance. Navas played pretty well, you know. I mean, <laughs> you know, um, we used to, I used, I'll hold my hand up, I used to make fun of him when he was at City, when in his final season, at City, he was a winger, and in his final season at City, Pep put him as a wing-back. Um, and he's been playing as, I think, a wing-back ever, ever since. And he had, a de- he had a decent game, let's be honest about it. He had a, uh, for that age, I- I'm sorry, he, he, he should have been ripped to pieces, you know. Um, <laughs> we should have, really should have been tearing him a new one, and it was the other way around. Fun fact for uh, our listeners, um, the goal scorer, Youssef Nezri, score has scored 18 goals in calendar year 2023. That's the most by any La Liga player in all competitions this year. And uh, in, in position number two is Lewandowski on, on 15. So um, Nezri is, a, is no, no dozer. Yeah. So there you go, guys. We, got, we only got three, um, three extra uh, minutes. And uh, that was uh, the end of the half. Now, if you were expecting Pep to ring the changes, you're going to be sadly disappointed because that didn't happen. In fact, I think they only brought he only brought on one sub, and that was like ten minutes before the end. So, if uh, if you're fr- frustrated with um, Pep's uh, activity regarding substitutions, you were not going to um, be getting any joy from him uh, here either. Uh, so, let's just ask the lads. Um, uh, were substitutions called for at uh, at halftime? Let's start off with Bernard. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, do did he have to bring on to change things? He just had to get the guys he had on the pitch uh, doing mm-hmm. what they should be doing. Uh, I don't think it was a time for substitutions at that stage. Uh, he needed to work on the on the tactics. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray, did you feel that um, as the game, uh, like some of the commentators, like Don Hutchinson said, that um, as the game uh, uh, wears on, then spaces and gaps will open up? Um, yes. I mean, the thing is, we we play a sort of game that tires opponents out, that stretches them. That's what we're trying to do. Um, and especially after we scored, then the game did open up a little bit more. Uh, and we did look a little bit more dangerous. Um, but I'll tell you another thing that frustrates me. I'm a miserable day today. But on the counter-attack, we start counter-attacking, uh, you know, when the other teams committed a few players forward. And then we just turn around and say, oh, no, no, no. We don't want to really rush forward. Let's turn around and let's be a bit, you know, negative, pragmatic, call it what you will, and we'll just pass it back. And we end up doing that a lot. And I, I just... I'm, a little bit concerned that we're we're now becoming a much more negative team. We've lost, obviously, you know, um, attacking players, creative players, uh, and we haven't replaced them yet. And I just feel that we've become a more defensive, negative team. The problem with that is we're still conceding goals, okay? Um, All right, we're not conceding a lot of goals, but I think that is down more to luck than anything else. Um, because as Bernard said, they could they, they should have been 2 0 up at our time, and I think they had a couple of chances in the second half to score. Um, you know, at least one other chance before we scored. So we're still conceding chances. We're relying on Edison made a couple of good saves and a bit of luck. And for what you could argue, for what we spent and the number of quality defenders we've got, we shouldn't be relying on Edison and a bit of luck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, interesting theory um, from um, Don Hutchison, uh, uh, Bernard. He was saying that, you know, normally the way City play, the opposition will will get run ragged. They'll begin to uh, run out of gas. And he was saying, actually, 
Um, the way that uh, Sevilla set up, especially in that second half, they were so compact and narrow that they actually um, they didn't have to, um, you know, run and chase around so much because you know the, it was it was very very compressed. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, he was correct in the end because you did see them wilting a little bit towards the last 20 minutes. Well, that, that wasn't before. I mean, Ray just mentioned it there. They had three cracking chances to go 2-0 up mm -hmm. before, we, before we got the equaliser. Uh, you, you had um, Youssef uh, got into his space uh, 14 yards. That was 51 minutes. Uh, Edison was big and blocked it. Uh, Walker did that thing that Ray just mentioned where he dived in. You know, I would have loved to have seen Pep's face when he did that in front of him uh, on the touchline, missed his tackle. And the Campo obviously put, uh, again, Youssef, uh, your mate Nasri, uh, cousin, through, and he was wastefully wide with it. He should have done better. And then you got the one where they, they counted at pace on 60 minutes. So this is before we've we've equalised. And, of course, Edison, I think I think Rodri might have got toe to it or Walker. Yeah. Uh, just a little toe, which put it, made it easy. Well, not easy, but it made it available for Edison to pick and collect it. Otherwise, uh, that Youssef guy, again, would, would have been in. So, you know, he could have, uh, I read it, I think it was the Guardian, I was looking at their timeline. He said he could have had three or four, and he certainly could. And that was before... Of course, we got the goal in the 63rd minute. Well, we're just about to talk about that. But before we do, let's go over to Ray and talk about what Pep said about Kevin De Bruyne. Three to four months, Ray. Does that sound right? Um, well, I discussed this with Bernard last week um, or a few days ago. It's, it sounds, from what I saw, too much. But I've, you've got to take what they say at face value. I thought... The way he looked when, when he got injured against Burnley, he looked disappointed. He knew there was a problem. He knew what it was. I didn't think it was. Look, we're just, I'm just guessing. Okay, let's hold my hands up. I'm not a doctor, um, but I, I thought if it was really severe, if it was a tear, then he'd be in immense pain. You know, I'm in immense pain when I've when I've done a um, when it's not a tear. And I'm thinking, you know, when someone's really done something bad, you see them in pain, clutching at their whatever muscle they've pulled. Um, you know, you can see in their faces uh, the anguish and the, the silent screams. You can, you know, you can see people punching the floor or pulling the grass in, in pain. KDB didn't do any of that, which is what made me think it would be a four to six week job. You know, months is 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 terrible. It really does feel terrible, knowing that we're lacking creativity. And, and and as an aside, I think that pushes the needs for reinforcements. And I think we'll end up spending the money on reinforcements. Um, but three or four months, I, I was really shocked when I saw that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, the, the of course the. Um... The Twitterverse, the City Twitterverse, alive, absolutely alive with with uh, hope and desperation that they're going to sign uh, Paquita from uh, West Ham. Um, not exactly sure how warranted all of that excitement is when you look at his record. But anyway, let's go over to Bernard because we're going to talk about the equaliser. Uh, and this is uh, Cole Palmer. Let's talk about this one, uh, Bernard. What do you remember about that? Yeah, I mean, just before we leave, Kevin, I think he's got he's down for an operation in Stockholm, I think I read uh, today on social media. So, obviously, right. 
Yeah, that's not been done as yet. I mean, if that had been done a couple of months ago, fine. You know, we'd be looking forward to him coming back. But if he's got to have an operation, which is what's been hinted at, I can't remember what site I read it on. Uh, but obviously, uh, somewhere in Stockholm, he's having that done. So, uh, yeah, three, three or four months, as, as Ray said, it seems a bit odd. But uh, based on that, um, obviously, it will be after a major operation, which is probably what it would be for a, for a sportsman. Sorry for Sorry. jumping. It sounds a bit odd. But um, we normally have it done by Dr. Stuff done by Dr. Kugat, don't yeah. we? In, in yeah, I'm sure I saw Stockholm, which uh, yeah. just it was just a place not familiar to me, so that's why I thought I, I it was did, a little bit odd. I did see something from a, a Nordic sounding journalist, if yeah. I don't sound mm. odd by saying oh. that, but um, yeah, yeah, anyway. So it, it looks, uh, I, I think minimum, I think minimum two and a half, three months. So let's just uh, pray as, as soon as we can with, with KDB. As to the goal, well, yeah, all credit to old Palmer. He, he, it's, he played okay and he'd gone off the boil a little bit, but only, only like the rest of the team, he wasn't anything different, different to that, was it? Uh, the rest of the team going off the ball. I think it was Rodri. Uh, putting the cross uh, for him. I think Arlen was there as well, but uh, Palmer shoved him out of the way. Well, not not really, but <laughs> would, have, would have been nice to think he shoved him out of the way. Sorry? I think he made a call to say, yeah. you know. Yeah, and Arlen, as he does, Arlen, Arlen knows his stuff. He knows to get out of the way when necessary. And and Palmer did what you you taught at school, the basics of football, head it back the way, you know, across the way it came. And the goal is not getting to it, and it was a lovely little headed goal from close in. Yeah, and it's um, it's it's quite bizarre, Ray. Um, uh, the commentators were uh, uh, talking ab about what Pep had said about Cole Palmer, and uh, quite matter of factly, he just said, "We're we're well, he's not going to go on loan, so we're either going to keep him or sell him." Yeah. And <laughs> I was thinking, "You're going to sell Cole Palmer, really? Is that yeah. even on the on the table?" Oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I believe that Brighton apparently made a bid of £30 million, which was rebuffed. We valued him a little bit higher. I think the, the number I heard was 35 maybe 40 uh, West Ham were looking to be sniffing around. And I honestly think if we were offered 35 or £40 million, we'd sell him because um, I don't know what's happened, OK? Now, a lot of this is trying to read between the lines. Has he said something? Um, you know... It's odd that where Pep said that. What you know, it was very matter of fact. Maybe this Pep's maybe he's been here so long that he thinks he can just say anything he likes, matter of factly. You know, the way he berated Haaland on the pitch, matter of factly, uh, was after the Burnley game. Um, so yeah. um yeah. So he was never gonna go on loan, never. But he's too good to go on loan. And I've always said you go on loan, you don't come back, basically. Of yeah, you don't come back. So um, and sending people that plays on loan, he's 21. A, a major decision needs to be made now. And if you send someone on loan, uh, I, I'd give the example of Aero Murich, um, who went on loan to Nottingham Forest. He started badly, bad first game or something. And then that was it. His loan spell was a wasted year because they didn't want to play him. They didn't trust him. I counter that with someone like Gavin Bazuna, who went to Southampton. We sold him for 12, 13, 14 million pounds. Southampton had invested a lot of money in him. So they were going to play him. They were not going to say, oh, you've had a couple of bad games, mate. We're going to drop you. No, we spent a lot of money. So we're going to play you. And they played him throughout the season. Um, so, And that helps his development. We saw the same with uh, Romeo Lavia. They played him. He's gone from a £10 million player 
to a £60 million player in, in one season. So Palmer needs the same. He needs to have uh, consistent games. And if you sell him, he'll get consistent games. Personally, I'm in two minds. I want him to stay at City. I want him to have that third season um, to see if he can if he can make it here. I've seen, I saw plenty yesterday that was positive. You know, some people said he did nothing. Well, that's good because he's supposed to do nothing. Um, same as Jack Grealish. You you watch Pep wants them not to lose the ball. So if you're passing it backwards, you're not losing the ball. You're waiting for the opportunity. He lost it a few times um, because he wants to take tear people on. But more often than not, he he did the safe pass back, uh, and that's what's required. And he did it. Mm -hmm. so, um, that I actually think sounds bizarre. That was good. Him being negative was good because last season he wasn't as negative and pragmatic as as this and that it didn't work. Um, what I've seen from him in the last game and a half or whatever, the community shield where he scored that fabulous goal and this game, he's got something. The way he left one of the players lying, uh, sat on his backside in, on the edge of the box. I, I said, it, I did a video on Cole Palmer today and I said, if he'd scored that goal, there's no way you could sell him. No way. He's, you know, if he'd scored two goals yesterday, it's, it's inconceivable. If you do sell him, his value's gone now from 40 million to 60 million. There's no where this market is. There's no way you should be selling Cole Palmer for anything less than sixty million. If his name was Joao Felix, you'd be selling him for a hundred million. So we just need to put put it out there. But on the other hand, City are going to be pragmatic. If someone puts a decent bid in, they'll let him go, and he'll make somebody else a fantastic player. I wish it was us because obviously your heart is talking. You want local lads. He's a City fan. You know, since the year dot, he's been at City since the year, age eight. Um, you know, you want him to succeed, uh, but my feeling is he's going to be sold. We're we're sold on this Lucas Paquetar, potentially Jeremy Doku. Um, if they come, where, where's Cole Palmer's chances? You know, we spent <laughs> money bringing players in. We're going to be, we're, we we will. It's my own case. We'll be heavily invested in them. So we are going to play them to make sure they, they, they got every chance of succeeding. And if we do that, we give Cole Palmer very few opportunities. He needs to be playing 25, 30 games this season. And I just don't think he'll get it at City. OK, Bernard. Well, in order to honour our promise to keep this compact, I'm anxious to get on to the penalties. But before I do so, I think it might be a bit of a dereliction of duty uh, So uh, to, to skip over the next 30 minutes. But um, I think we might be justified in doing that unless you disagree, Bernard. For you, uh, the the period from the goal to full time, any drama that we need to talk about? Anything we want to uh, comment on? Well, uh, Sevilla almost uh, scored again through that old Youssef and Nezeri on 64 minutes, only a minute later. Uh, of course, Edison flew off his line and made himself big again to deny him again. So... Um, a little bit less luck and we would have been losing again. Uh, but uh, there's a couple of other moments. Uh, Cole Palmer, I think Ray meant, touched upon it there. Is that one where uh, Bono, and Bono ended up, or Bono, whatever he's called, ended up palming away one of his long-range shots after Cole Palmer put someone on his on his bum on the ground. And there's a couple of incidents with pinball around Sevilla box. And there was an incident where we're playing head tennis in the city box. But... Nothing ever really looked like anything until Aki's header in the 90th minute, where of course uh, it was palmed over from a from a fold and free kick, uh, and that was about it. And we had the penalties. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, there we are. Uh, now, um, uh, uh, Ray, were you uh, were you expecting those uh, five um, uh, players to be the ones uh, chosen to take the penalty? I thought Rodri might take one, uh, but um, um, what did you think? I was really surprised Walker took the last one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've got to say, Walker, I, I, I really, no. Walker had his Yaya Toure moment. You know, he's there taking the last penalty to get all the glory. I mean, you know, what kind of captain does that? I'm only joking, guys. But I was surprised because <laughs> most of Kyle Walker's shots, you don't know where they're going when you're shooting from outside. He the did box. it again. He did it again at the end of the game. Did about five minutes left, yeah. and he, he just shot from about forty yards, and it, it wasn't going in. It's just, it's just a bloody nuisance sometimes. <laughs> well, a guy that um, spits water like six feet into the air like that. There's a guy that looks in the mirror and likes what he sees. I think, guys. But um, if if I got the order right, I think obviously they're going with Holland first of all, then Alvarez, yeah. and I think wasn't the next one Grealish. No, no, he was next to last Grealish. And who was the next one, number three? Let's check this out. Let's check this out. Uh, Kovacic, no? Yeah. Uh, so Kovacic, then Grealish, and then yeah. uh, Walker. Okay. Alan Alves, Kovacic, Grealish, and Walker, and the crossbar. <laughs> and the crossbar. All right. So let's, um, you know, we're not going to like, you know, kind of forensically go through every single moment here. These penalties, obviously, it was a lot of better effort than we were. It was against uh, uh, Arsenal the other week, but mm -hmm. we've we've lost three penalty takers as well, haven't we, guys? We've got lost three guys who will step up and take penalties. So we've lost KDB, who obviously, hopefully, will be coming back, and we've lost uh, Mares and Gundo. And you know, you've got to replace them. If people like Rodri aren't stepping up, I'm a little bit worried. I did say to Ray early on, why the hell didn't Edison put his name forward yeah. as well? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ray, give me your overall impressions of that penalty shootout. And uh, what, what kind of like mental notes did you make as you were watching it? What stuck in your brain? They took better penalties than us, the first four. Um, yeah. Some of their penalties high up in the corner. They never looked like missing, sending the goalie the wrong way most of the time. Uh, they look clinical. They, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think it's just a, it's just one of those things that when you see your own team, whether it's England or City, uh, taking penalties, you you fear the worst, um, and you think the opposition did better. But I, 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 I generally think they did better. Walker was lucky. A um, goalie got his hand to it and dived over it really. Um, and yeah, they were unlucky with the one that hit the crossbar. I'd have liked to see Edison take one. That'd have been nice. And I don't know if any of you guys. I'm just changing it a little bit, but if you watch the Chloe Kelly penalty, 77 miles an hour, I think, in in the World Cup. You know, apparently that was um, the ha harder than any shots in the Premier League um, last season. Apparently. Wow. Really the interesting thing is on the penalties as well, I did notice it, is uh, Cole Palmer was stood with Oscar Bob and the lads on the line. He wasn't stood with the penalty takers, even though he was, he was on the pitch when the game ended. No, um, Palmer, Palmer was substituted. So because yeah, he was. Was, was he? Yeah, mm -hmm. he was taking 82 minutes, I said. Ah, right, OK, I thought he was folding. I don't know why I've got Palmer on my head. He, he took Palmer off and left uh, Grealish on, which absolutely shocked me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was shocked because Palmer actually did something in the game positive and Grealish didn't. 
Yeah, Palmer was penalty well only because the goalie dived the wrong way and he yeah. put it straight down the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's the Palmer being uh, replaced uh, in the game on the 85th minute. Uh, Bernard, uh, sorry, replaced by Alvarez. But uh, Bernard, give me your um, your mental notes about the whole charade of that that penalty shootout. Yeah, I think I think I think we did all right. But as as Ray, as Ray said there, the fact uh, it could have easily gone on for a few more. If uh, of course that Sevilla, the last penalty, it's five four. It's extra pressure, uh, and I did note they brought on two of their strikers, didn't they, with a couple of minutes left? So he was planning uh, for he was forward thinking Pep didn't have that option. Of course, we had all our strikers on the pitch already, so he couldn't do anything like that. But uh, mm-hmm. it's what it is, uh, you know. We, we took three very good penalties. One was okay, and the other one was lucky. They took four very good penalties, and one was unlucky. So we did we got through, but you know, stats wise, it was uh, it was close. Mm-hmm. Ray, did you uh, stay on um, on your uh, on the channel to watch all of the um, celebrations and the trophy lift and all the rest of it? No, boring that. Um, <laughs> no, I wanted to do a video um, before I fell asleep. I was knackered. So I did my um, my, my stream uh, after the game. I didn't watch the trophies. You know what you're going to see, and and the best bits they're going to be in gifts or put out by the club or by fans. So you you just wait till the best bits come on social media, like Cole Palmer not knowing how to uh, do a trophy lift, <laughs> having to egg him uh, to put a bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you, Bernard? Did you, did you stay on, on on the box to watch all of that? Well, I was I was typing up my report and stuff, but obviously I had it on in the background. Uh, and I did enjoy the when when Walker lifted the cup. Uh, they were a bit late with the confetti. It was about ten seconds after it was all yeah, that's up and down. The confetti didn't, or the, there was no fireworks, just confetti, and that didn't that didn't happen until about ten seconds after the lift. So it didn't look great. So, but anyway, it mm-hmm. is. You say, as Ray said there, I mean, I've been there for important trophy lifts. So I wasn't too worried. I just had it on in the background. Mm-hmm. So there you go, guys. Uh, City, uh, first Super Cup win. And uh, they tend to come along in in pairs like London buses. As the Champions League, there's the Super Cup. I remember, you know, in the past, uh, listening to reports about how Liverpool had won this thing, and and I just thought, yeah, right, okay, one-off game. Don't, don't, don't get your, don't get too excited about it, guys. Who's the other five teams to have lifted it from England? The Super Cup. Yeah, Liverpool. Was it Ipswich? No. Five teams. We're the six. The other, the other five teams are Liverpool, as you said, Ray. Sorry, go on. Chelsea, Man United. Yeah. yeah. Um, not Arsenal. Um, not Spurs. Um, I'm trying to think. When did you? Uh, when did it start? Nottingham Forest. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow! Uh, I got one. You got, oh, we bow down to. You, uh, um, <laughs> And Ray the mentioned these guys at the start of the uh, start of the uh, pod. The Delphic Oracle. Okay, what else? Aston Villa yeah. must have won it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go. Okay. All right. So uh, Bernard, tell uh, tell it. Let's remind our, ourselves what's next for City. Big game. Big game. We're going to have to be better than we were last night um, against Newcastle. 8 p.m. kickoff on Saturday night. Although Pep's not very happy, and quite rightly so, I think. Uh, Sevilla, he did comment that Sevilla are kicking off 8 p.m. on Monday. 
and we're kicking off 8pm Saturday night, so thank you, the Premier League, uh, for that. Big game, though. It is a big game because most of those guys that started that game against uh, Sevilla uh, will be starting, I think, this one as well. Uh, let's just hope we've no John Stones now. He's obviously gone and done something again, uh, so we're going to have one of those seasons with him. Oh, hang on. What's John Stones gone and done? Uh, he's tweaked his hamstring in training. How? In training. When? In training. That's just, just what we're hearing. In training. Yeah. So they, 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 they trained before they flew home today, didn't they? So he might have done it then. Oh, well, anyway, no John Stones anyway, so it'll be interesting. Um, we'll have to come up with something better than we did against Sevilla because Newcastle, uh, mm. not a bad little team. Uh, we can beat them, of course we can, but it's going to be a, a tough one for match day too. Let, let's hope, fingers crossed, we'll be all right. Let's hope uh, Erling Haaland turns up um, against Newcastle because um, that was his probably his most... Um, he kind of redeemed himself with his penalty and uh, Pep gave, it, gave him a lot of love after the game, but... Um, that was a that was a, a ghostly performance. Bernard, would you take a draw against Newcastle right now? No. Good man. We're beyond Mike, that, Ray. We're beyond that. Mike would take a draw, but no, no I wouldn't. wouldn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're just going right, to vastly improve, and I think playing a better team, we probably will. And I think Newcastle, you know, last year when they came to our place, we beat them two nil. But they did have, you know, they, they they were not unlucky because I think they were a bit powder puff up front. I thought I didn't think they were great, so they might have improved. They certainly improved that with the five goals against Villa. So uh, we're going to have to be at it, at it mm-hmm. for the ninety minutes. Fantastic, um, guys! Uh, thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to uh, City Fan TV's Ray. And you've been listening to Bernard Deneen. Uh, guys, uh, I've enjoyed this immensely. I'm looking forward immensely to the game against Newcastle. But I think we'll stop right here. Keep, keep it nicely under the 50-minute mark. And we'll be with you again, the three of us, after the game against Newcastle. So until then, but let's finish off in the normal way by saying, have one on us and up the Blues. Up, up the, the Super blues. Cup Blues. Up the Super Cup Blues.